For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. I've got a wonderful guest with us today, which we'll get to in just a moment. But first, um, actually, even before my quotes of the day, uh, I have a couple of announcements. Uh, for those of you who are loyal listeners to the station, uh, we have two new shows uh, joining us in a couple of weeks. Uh, starting on the 21st, on Monday nights at 7 o'clock, we have Dr. Georgianne Dow uh, joining us for her show, Journey Through to Awareness. Um, uh, Dr. Dow is a psychoanalyst, and she is uh, going to be doing a, a show kind of around awareness and consciousness. So, of course, people who uh, love my show will love her show as well. Um, and and then on the 22nd, on Tuesday at 5 o'clock, uh, we have uh, another business show joining us. It's uh, uh, from Eric Sarver, who is an employment law specialist, and he's going to be uh, joining us with his show, Employment Law Today. And uh, he wanted to join us because he felt that with the pandemic and with the challenges we have today, that bringing people back to work and with everything going on, that uh, businesses are facing new and unique challenges. And so he's going to be talking about those challenges and, and helping to shed some light on things from uh, a, a business and a legal perspective. So uh, we're very grateful for having uh, both of these professionals joining our family here at talkradio.nyc. So I hope you look forward to them. Uh, if you have not yet, please make sure you go to talkradio.nyc and sign up for our newsletter so you can keep abreast of all of the latest announcements. These are just the first two shows. Uh, we have potentially two more shows joining us by the end of the month and also several more shows probably joining us by the end of October. We're on a, a very nice growth spurt right now and uh, I hope you're staying with us for all of these updates and changes. So first, let's get going with our quotes of the day from the universe and Abraham to kick us off. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. In both relationships and life, trust begets trust. Generosity begets generosity. Love begets love. Be the spark, especially when it's dark. Hubba hubba, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. I think reminding us how the very things that we look for in life are the very things 
we can embody to attract more of that into our life. If you want to see more trust in your life, you want people to trust you more, be more trustworthy. If you want to see people around you being more generous, be more generous. If you want to feel more love in your life, you want to uh, have more connection, more uh, uh, closeness, be close. Be, be, be connected. Love those around you. Indeed, and this is something I've, I've talked about several times before on the show, when we embody the very things we are looking for, that's what's going to attract those kinds of people. And I usually put it very simply. It goes like this. Who are you most attracted to? Are you attracted to people who are lively, energetic, fun, uplifting, empowering? Or are you attracted to people who are dull and boring and, and depressed and, 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 and disempowered? Well, the answer, of course, is the first. So if you're attracted to people who embody those kinds of qualities... What makes you think they're not going to be attracted to those exact same qualities? So indeed, when we embody the very qualities we want to attract, that is what will attract those kinds of people, situations, and, and circumstances in our lives. And it's not, it, it, it's not rocket science. We just have to look at, you know, what do we like? And just say, well, if I like that, then other people probably like that too. So if, if you like being around fun people, put more fun into what you do. If, if you like being around more people who are committed and, and, and who are looking to do the right things, do the right things. Be more committed. It's so simple, yet we make it so complicated sometimes. Embody the very aspects you want to attract. And you will definitely attract more of that into your life. All right. A great, great quote from Mike Dooley in the universe. We love her quotes. I think rather probably pretty appropriate for our guest today. Um, all right. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Abraham says, Momentum really is the most important aspect of deliberate creation that you could consciously contemplate. Because what momentum says is, once you get going in that direction, it is more likely that you will continue in that direction. Abraham. Hmm. You see, two very much aligned quotes. Again, I didn't cherry pick these. These are the actual quotes that came to my inbox this morning. And really, it's once we get started, once trust begets trust and generosity begets generosity, then we start moving in that direction. And then the momentum takes us even further in that direction. And that it, it's actually by leaning into and leaning towards how we want to feel, what we want to embody, being that very same energy that we want to have around us it will actually naturally propel us further along in that direction until something like really comes to 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 either halt us or distract us or or, or or knock us into another direction. So this is why it's so important to remember what are these qualities we want to embody 
because the more we embody them, the more we move in that direction, the easier it becomes because momentum will naturally carry us through to that further direction. So this is just something to keep in mind. Now, our, our momentum will carry us through. That does not mean that things will not happen occasionally that might knock us off track or might <clears throat> interfere with that pattern. That's okay. That's life. Life is not a linear progression. It is a chaotic mix, as we've seen over these last few months more than ever before. It is a chaotic mix of all kinds of things. Yet if we can keep in mind what are those qualities, energies, uh, attitudes that we want to feel and, and see around us, to, to remember to move towards it in that direction, even if we've gotten interrupted, that's okay. The more we lean into it, the more we lean towards that, the easier and easier it becomes. The momentous, momentum will continue to carry us forward. And that actually will help us that even when we do hit bumps along the road, you know, over time and over practice, and as we get more used to moving in that direction, then... Uh, we will actually have an easier time to stay on track and be less likely to be pushed off track as time moves along. So, two, wonderful, incredible, lovely thoughts of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. And uh, I hope you enjoyed them. I certainly did. And now it is my pleasure to welcome to the show author, clinical counselor, counseling supervisor, and spiritual and life coach, Janine Miller Delaney. Janine has been practicing as a clinical counselor and counseling supervisor and spiritual life coach for more than 30 years. All the while, she's been coming into her own inner spiritual awakening. Janine has had a passion for integrating spiritual lessons and concepts with emotional healing journeys. She has also been a student of A Course in Miracles for about 20 years. Janine has received un undergraduate degrees in religion and philosophy, international studies, and German and a master's of arts degree in counseling. In January of 2019, messages from love itself began coming to Janine as she was faced with and surrendered to various health issues and a victim state of mind. We've all been there. That began a new journey of awakening for Janine that led her to put the writings and lessons they contained in her up that are contained in her upcoming book, Your Indelible Worth. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Janine. Hey, Sam, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you. Ah, well, it's wonderful to have you. It's wonderful to have you. Um, so I'm just curious. I mean, it seems like you have been on a rather conscious path uh, most of your life. Was this something that just kind of came naturally to you? Or was this something that, like, you know, you really, like, said, uh, you know, re rejected sort of the, the traditional uh, uh, materialistic kind of point of view and said, no, I want to move in this direction instead? Ah, uh, good question. Well, I have to tell you, this this topic of momentum is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they always are. It's amazing. These yes, quotes of the yes, day, they're, they're always so perfect. apropos. You know, I have had a handful of, I guess, what some might call mystical experiences throughout my life. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I would say that there is a certain degree of denial that so many of us are experiencing. Uh. So even though they were profound and potentially life-changing, I didn't fully let myself accept the reality of what I was experiencing. And Mm. so it actually wasn't until I hit kind of my own emotional life Mm. crisis uh, just back in 2018, I don't know if it was a life crisis, but I, I realized I had certainly taken on a victim mentality mm. that I returned back and it was actually Esther Hicks that inspired me. Ah. And I learned that she had given herself permission to really sit and be open to receive what Abraham would say to her. Yeah. So I, at that point, made that conscious decision because I've had, like I said, some of those experiences were pretty darn profound for me. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me, maybe love itself has more to say to me. Mm. And so I committed to really facing my own victim mentality and to bring it to love itself. And, and I sat with just an open willingness in daily meditation and said, I'm ready to hear whatever you would have me hear. And that's what began to help me change the momentum that I had been picking up from that, you know, too much. I I had gotten too absorbed in the news and kind of let Uh, that bring me down. I, you know, I've been counseling for so long. I was carrying the weight of all my clients issues. So that was all that negative momentum that had picked up. And I realized I, I am not the victim of this world. So it's time for me to hear what else you would have me hear. And I, I have to say I was just absolutely stunned. <laughs> See, this is, the, this is the denial at what uh, came and what flowed. And I probably have spent a year and a half coming in and out of accepting the reality that this is so real. Um, mm and back into that denial of what I would say, the ego messages and the voice of separation. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm just curious, because you said you've had mystical experiences throughout your life. Do you remember, like, the first time you had it? Like, how young were you or how, you know, what were... I'm just curious, like, the timeline, because this is something that's been going on throughout most of your life, correct? Well... I think as a child, I had a few moments, Mm. but they, but I don't know that I let them, let myself absorb them. I think it it was as I became an adult early, well, early twenties, my first bout, I had cancer when I was just out of college. And I I think that's one of probably the most, probably the first one that really struck me uh, was just right as I was entering surgery. So, yeah, it started there, but it, it, they, over the years, and maybe it's because I've been doing so much of the work through A Course in Miracles of releasing Mm. my blocks. Mm. And of course, through therapy, you know, you go to countless Mm. trainings on how to get through your own stuff. So perhaps it was that I released more and more blocks over time that the experiences became more vivid and more profound and more clear. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, When we come back, uh, I just want to ask you a couple of questions around like why you actually decided to become a counselor and a therapist. uh, And then let's get into 
sort of your, your more recent experiences and what actually kind of came through uh, once you were able to let the, the walls down, so to speak, and to really let the lessons in, okay? All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, we're talking this hour with uh, Janine Miller Delaney um, all about uh, her journey and her new book, Your Indelible Worth, um, that's about to come out, right? It hasn't come out just yet, has it? Not just yet. Yeah. Right. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, what motivated you to become a therapist, to become a counselor uh, uh, all those years ago? What, what kind of pulled you onto that path? It's kind of a funny path, actually. I, I always knew that I wanted to be in the ministry, um, and that didn't quite pan out in the way that I had expected because my partner at the time had grown up with a family in the ministry and was very terrified of marrying into that, <laughs> I think. And, and as it turns out for me personally, I, I don't think that would have been the right path because I, my spiritual beliefs don't necessarily fit quite into the mm. holes that ministry opportunities often, often need you to. So, mm -hmm. But I knew I wanted to help people and I decided that my, my counseling would be my way of helping people learn how to let love into their lives. And mm. so it really was, was a matter of, you know, how can I, where can I best help people? I'm also much more introverted and I really, uh, um, there's a part of me that just loves the one-on-one -on -one relationships mm -hmm. and putting the pieces together and helping people to find and remember who they are. Yeah, my, my, my wife is like that. She's also a therapist, a psychotherapist, um, but she, she doesn't do groups and she doesn't like the idea of doing groups. She's like one-on-one. -on -one. She works one-on-one -on -one with people and like, that's it. And she's really good at it, um, but she's no interested in doing groups. So, uh, yes, I guess. yes, we, yeah, we introverts thrive in the one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Now, the funny part of it was, you know, I told you that I'd had cancer when I was in my early 20s. Yeah. So my first counseling opportunity actually came with hospice work. And I said, oh, no, that, that is not the direction I prefer for. I want to work with people that are surviving and thriving. And ironically, paradoxically, perhaps that ended up being, you know, some of the most teachable moments and, you know, more, more powerful moments for me where I experienced, you know, just the presence of of love itself right there mm. in those circumstances. So. Right, right. I'm curious, you say you've studied the Course in Miracles for about 20 years. How did you come across the A Course in Miracles? You know, my sister had introduced that. I have two older right. sisters and an older brother, and my sister had introduced that book to me probably 10 years before I actually tried to read it. <laughs> and I, okay, I, there was there was a 
profound moment where I was dealing with a divorce from that first marriage. Mm -hmm. And I was deeply, uh, of course, in the midst of grief and distress. And I had taken a, you know, a long walk and basically a very tearful walk. And I came and I sat under a tree and just let myself be still. And I just sat there and breathed. And that was one of those, one of those moments where I just heard this still small voice say to me, remember who you are. Hmm. remember who you are and the, the messages often seem to come in threes I heard that three times hmm. and then it was shortly thereafter I kind of tucked it away again I, I didn't really know what to do with that um, but it was shortly thereafter that I came across the Course of Miracles uh, again and read it more intentionally and it you know it just happened to show up at just the right time and hmm. you know in the beginning it's it's such a deep profound yeah. book in the beginning well and still you know i i often begin with please help me get this mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? yes i'm just gonna yes. read just a little at a time and just help me get this yeah it's it's one of those teachings that uh, like many um deep spiritual teachings it, it has uh, uh, so much in in so few words that it, it's really you can't rush through it I mean, you can, but you won't really get it. You won't get the messages, the ideas. And it's, I've found that it's something that the more time you take with it, the, the quicker you'll actually get to the point where you kind of get it. You like, you get what it's talking about. And then the, the reading further on, it, it becomes a little bit easier because you've kind of entrained to the concepts. That's a good way to put that. Yes, when I first started, it was just a, a few pages at a time. Well, and it still kind of is because that's all you need to just really to absorb it. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So so you said that it, it's only been in the last couple of years that you've really seen your own <clears throat> kind of uh, victim mentality and, and how you were surrendering your power to, you know, outside forces. Um, was there a particular incident or was there something uh, that sort of catalyzed this for you? Or, or was it more just a, a gradual buildup over all the years that just finally you got it? No, I, th I think for this one in particular, you know, I've, I've always as a therapist worked hard to do my own stuff, right. <laughs> you know, so, so it's a, there's a progressive, you know, just working through the layers of whatever unresolved trauma or, or stressors or core toxic core messages maybe I've carried. Mm -hmm. But I think the one that really hit me in that moment was the threat of a return of cancer. Uh... And I think that com combined with uh, the stress I was already feeling between the grief and the weight of my, clients and the news and honestly me spending way too much time in the news that yeah. which i can't control yeah, <laughs> and yeah. wishing i could you know so so i think it was the culmination of those things that really it, it, you know but blended with that 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 message that i've heard love itself speak to me and i think maybe there is something else i'm meant to hear to do with this so it was it was kind of a really it was a good blend at that point and i was just open to saying okay something else really has to change and maybe there's something else i meant to hear mm -hmm. 
and, and you you say that love itself speaks to you or spoke to you what exactly do you mean by that so well i've told you that you know that i've had these these handful of mystical experiences mm -hmm. some of them resoundingly if you end up you know going to my website it explains you know one of probably the most one of one of the most vivid ones but so I've had times where it's been a vision that has occurred with with a very concrete voice speaking to me saying mm. as like a directive mm. and it's um it's just indisputably for me there's a few of those moments where my ego mind can't even get me to disregard it it's mm. really you know that clearly not me mm. now when I sat and I've I've taught meditation for years but when I, when I sat now with a new intention to say, okay, so I think maybe you have more to tell me and I haven't been willing to listen. So when I sat with that simple willingness and that openness, what would you have me hear? I'd have to say, it, you do, I don't, perhaps, you know, for those of you that also meditate, there are moments where you really feel your vibration rise. Mm -hmm. where you really feel as if you're in that place where love has picked you up and you know divine love source your inner being i'm not you know we all have different words for that right right right, right. But, but yeah you may come to that place where you feel for me it kind of feels like you come to this clearing and all of a sudden you're you're in a different space and that presence is there and so in the beginning these words came to me almost very audibly like i would grab a pen and just start writing and and it always felt like it was responding directly to whatever i was dealing with in that moment mm -hmm. i actually got to the point i was like telling a friend i'm a little afraid to stop having issues because i'm afraid i'm going <laughs> to stop hearing <laughs> these messages <laughs> and but what's kind of transpired over time is that you know there are times i've written so much and it's kind of like the message you you just start to get it and so it, it starts to translate into like a, a knowing in some of those mm. moments and so it turns into it feels like there are more blocks of thought that come and i'm i'm translating more so it's it's kind of a, an interesting mix of variations of how I've experienced love itself, sometimes very clear and vivid with visions and other times mm. um, more as a knowing mm. or a truth that's been revealed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, just very audible mm. statements and, and kind of monologues, I guess, would be the word. So when this when you really started to listen with this willingness, <clears throat> what kind of message came through? that kind of <clears throat> excuse me that that kind of shook you or, or woke you up in a sense like what what kind of came what were you willing to hear all of a sudden that you realized you weren't willing to hear in the past well okay so so the one of the very first messages that came to me i'll just read to you maybe just the first couple paragraphs okay. and we, we just got a couple of minutes before our next break okay oh okay sure i'll, I'll go 
I'll just read it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the first one was, or, or very early on, when you believe in your heart that you're apart from me, when you fear yourself to be alone in a dangerous world, you cannot but be fearful. What you have forgotten, my beloved child, is that you are never alone. I've never left your side, nor will I ever. So in the beginning, yeah, that's just the beginning of, mm-hmm. you know, it goes on quite a ways. It, w- it was really just helping me to get the point that you are not as alone as you think. Mm-hmm. You, you fear that you're living a life of separation and that's your problem. Right. <laughs> and as a therapist, that's what I've come to recognize is that the initial wound for all of us is that belief that we're separate and alone and have to somehow earn our worth and prove ourselves and you know make it on our own right so it's one of those things yeah that that was the the first message that came through right right and it's kind of one of those concepts that um uh as a friend of mine likes to say is very second wave thinking it's very industrial age thinking that life is and the universe and, and is made up of these very discrete separate parts um, and what we're learning now from, you know, sort of quantum mechanics and physics and, and science that kind of set, really just reinforces the same thing that mystics and, and spiritual people have been saying for thousands of years is, no, we're not separate. We're not discrete. That energy flows from one place to another. And we're actually much more connected and much more a part of the same whole than we perceive with our senses. And so it sounds like that's kind of like the message you got is, is, you know, we're, we're, we're here and you're a part of all of this. You're not separate and discreet from all of this. Right. You are not alone at all. You think you're alone. And, and the irony to me is, you know, I feel like I've had such a strong faith and such a sense that there's, you know, something else there with me. But I've never until here recently accepted the reality of what that actually means as I go about living my life. I mean, mm-hmm. accepting the reality of that truth is is different from, you know, just just talking about it or trying to believe in it. Right. <laughs> there's right. this it feels like there's this spectrum of moving from denial to acceptance of the truth of how real this union this this oneness is right right okay so let's take a quick break um and when we come back let's talk a little bit more about uh sort of the the book um why you decided to to put these writings into a book and what um you feel you know what other messages came through that you feel are, are significant that people need to hear today okay Sure. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. And we're speaking this hour uh, with uh, Janine Miller-Delaney. 
Um, so Janine, you, 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 you got these messages, like you, you were able to get past enough of your own blocks to listening what, what life, source, love, whatever you want to call it, had to say to you. So you began to hear these messages um, more clearly. Uh, why did you decide to, that maybe you should be putting them into a book and getting them out there? Well, first of all, it's just very exciting. <laughs> What's so exciting about all of it is that for me, it really supports and deepens my understanding of the law of attraction. Uh. So in coming to an awareness of this union, this oneness, I've suddenly come upon the realization, like Lao Tzu says, you know, when you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Mm. So when you come into this, for me, you know, this awakening, this awareness, and in this union with the unified field, with, you know, love itself, with source, that's where we do get to create the life that we that we want to create. And it's, it is so much more enjoyable and easier than yeah. we ever, you know, trained ourselves to believe life does not need to be so hard. Right. And so I've really been like practicing integrating all of these messages and lessons over this last you know, year and a half. And it's just exciting to see how the world, how everything, your life opens up when you realize there are not any limits. You, you, those were all self-imposed. Hmm. What I, what I've also noticed is that over the course of about a, a year, it seemed like the messages came in the form of, you know, chunks of lessons. Hmm. So like for one month, I really was supposed to get this lesson. <laughs> uh... And so I'm, again, still trying to integrate and live out all of these lessons. So, of course, we, we learn what we teach. And plus, it's just so darn exciting. So I just really, that's where I want to be. It's what I want to be doing is helping other people who are excited about this and want to understand this depth of connection and how it supports our ability to create the life that we came here to create mm. and how we are always being led and being shown and if we could just trust and surrender a little bit more a little bit more we'll start to realize that it's all right there mm. and it really is um i'm, I'm pretty excited um go ahead I, I can tell yeah you 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 really are i, I was just curious um, so one of the first theme was, was just about you're not alone, we're not separate. What are some of the other like major themes that kind of came through during this time? Well, one that is just really struck me pretty powerfully so often is just come here in this moment and just breathe with me. Mm. I am right here. I am right here within you, as close as your breath. Just breathe. Just let the thinking mind rest because I'm not in the thinking mind. I am in the stillness. Mm. I am in that place where you let yourself just breathe with me and acknowledge that I'm here and acknowledge that you are worthy of this union. Mm. And that's why I ended up with the title, Your Indelible Worth, mm. because in that process, I realized what I, I realized my own indelible worth. 
I realized I am worthy of this union. I'm worthy of this joy, this peace. I don't need to be so addicted <laughs> to the suffering and to the struggling anymore. And I really, from a counseling perspective, you can't teach worthiness. You need to allow people to come into that space where they realize, where they remember who they really are. And that divine love is right here within each of us, loving us far beyond anything that we can comprehend, beyond the value that we esteem for ourselves. Mm. So much more. So... You know, it's I after a while there, you know, when I kept hearing this, just breathe with me, it struck me too that, you know, just the breath, just coming into the breath unlocks the, the fight, flight or freeze response. It unlocks the trauma response. Mm. It, it unleashes the, you know, the response that the vagus nerve communicates up to the amygdala that says, hey, we're, we're getting chased by a bear. We really ought to panic. <laughs> And so many of us are living in that state of, yeah. you know, fight or freeze or flight, and we don't even realize it. So yeah. how significant it, it occurred to me just to be hearing over and over, just breathe. It's, yeah. it's the divine antidote to all of our stress. Just come <laughs> back to being present right yeah. here with me. I'm here. Right. And, and indeed, so like it, that's... It helps and, and that's like what all of meditation about in a way is paying attention to the breath because when we just breathe and pay attention to our breath we're present we don't have any other worries we're not distracted uh, we're not uh, disassociating we're, we're present to our breath and indeed everything comes and goes with the breath yes yes and we release the judgment we release the expectations we release all the the stuff of the the mind that wants to keep us feeling separate. Right. So as these messages started coming through, was it difficult to kind of integrate them into your daily life or because of all the work that you've been doing over all the years, were you sort of, was you, the soil more fertile, so to speak, and, and were the plants able to grow more quickly? Well, I have to say, because I decided, okay, this is this is time to start practicing what you're hearing and start mm -hmm. trusting in the truth of this and the reality of this. So I've made a huge shift from from the private practice, which I'm still doing a little bit, mm -hmm. but to really investing in writing the book and taking my time to you know to reach out and to learn how to do you know websites and to create it's been it's been a large challenge to let go of the ego mind mm. that says you should be working and producing and earning an income and i've really surrendered all of it and mm. and let love itself show me that it's right there showing up for me the law of attraction concepts mm. so i've really had to go back and forth between you know, just practice what you preach, practice what you're learning. It's scary when I don't, when I'm not giving myself permission to generate the income I used to generate, yeah. but I'm trusting that I will be supported. And, but what's beautiful is I've been completely supported. <laughs> what's beautiful is money has shown up in unexpected random places. And it's just been uh, so fun to see how, 
how supported I have been. Cool. And I, I get that message over and over. Quit trying to figure it out. Just mm. trust it's there and mm. I will lead you. And every single time that I do trust mm. and surrender, I, I find that I am the doors open. I'm being led mm. where I need to go. So it's nice. It's just I've been trying to just practice what I've been learning and that's really what this whole journey has been about. How can I practice this and then sh share it with those who are ready to mm. hear? Right. Well, what's been the most difficult part of practicing and applying all these things that have been coming through uh, in today's environment? Well, honestly, it's, it's getting through the ego messages, the small mm. self, mm. the worries about what other people will think, you know, the so many people are not ready to hear that this love, you know, this presence, the concepts of the law of attraction are real. They, you know, so many people really want to stay stuck in, in this push and pull fight, you know, that's going on even in our, you know, in our nation and, yeah. and just think maybe it just can't absorb these messages. So for me to learn how to not worry, how to let go of that small self that says, people should like me and approve of what I'm saying or agree with me or I should, you know, help them get this or you know, be mm. happy with me at least, <laughs> not be mad at me. Right. So, I mean, just, just learning how to get out of my small self and, and, you know, trust that this is, none of this is, is as significant as we think it is in the grand scheme of, mm. of our union with love, mm. with source. Mm. So, that's probably been my greatest challenge. Now, with that said, also, just it's been a huge learning curve to learn all the social media and the website development. <laughs> the, the, the technical and, stuff, yeah. Technology, yes. Um, but this morning, 9 a.m., my new website launched. Oh, and wonderful. I'm, it's um, theheartsway.org. Theheartsway.org. Okay, wonderful. And what I'm most thrilled about is that the process of that unfolding helped me to provide on there what's called the journeys page and it's a meditative type experience that helps people to move into that place of feeling and accepting their worthiness to be at one with source and their worthiness to receive all that that entails you know I'm worthy of a life of joy I'm worthy of a life of ease mm. I'm worthy of whatever my heart's greatest desire is mm. so it's a it's a journey that helps you move into that space mm. and really I just mirrored it off of what I felt love itself had done for me mm. it's just the process that, of how that happened for me mm. I I was able to put into what I call the the comma journey mm. c-o-m-m-a Cool. So if you go to the site, you'll, right. you'll get to try it. And I've posted it in the Facebook live stream. Of the messages yeah. that wonderful. Wonderful. And I've posted it to the Facebook oh, live wonderful. stream. Yeah. So anybody listening there, you can just click on the link. And, and if you're not, it's www.theheartsway, part is plural or, or apostrophe, yes, but no apostrophe, dot org. Okay. We're going to take our last... 
uh, we're going to take our last break of the show. And when we come back, let's just talk a little bit more about the book. When can people expect it? What you hope people can get from it? And then uh, maybe we'll do a little prognostication, okay? Sounds good. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Janine Miller Delaney all about um, her sort of spiritual experiences and the coming to what brought her to write um, the upcoming book, Your Indelible Worth. Um, so, Janine, uh, do you have a sense of when the book will be out, when it will be finished? Um, well, the book is is essentially finished in written form, mm -hmm. <laughs> but not yet fully typed up. Okay. So here's the thing that I've learned in my process of um, learning how to get an agent is that this is a very slow process. Uh... So I'm having to, you know, introverts are not really big with social media. Yeah. <laughs> so I am learning how to develop the social media platform so that the, the main publishers will want to publish my book. Mm -hmm. Now, with that said, I am, I'm torn. I'm a little torn at this point. I'm, I'm starting to wonder, maybe I should go with an independent publisher. Um, I'm not sure if I should wait for one of the, mm -hmm. the bigger publishers. I've got some good potentials with agents. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, but it's... the whole thing is when you're, seeking to publish in the spirituality uh, field, you really need to have a large social network following. Right. So that's yeah. been the process. But what's occurred to me is that I really just want to get these messages and these lessons out. So when people subscribed, I'm, I'm sending out um, messages of love, you, you know, on a regular basis um, here, as far as helping people to get those messages. I'm, trying to put them, you know, like on my site through the comma journeys mm. and you know, contemplating doing an app perhaps. Mm. So I'm on suggestions about what they feel like would be the best way. We'll, we'll talk after the show. Let's talk after the show. I got plenty of ideas for you because uh -huh. I'm actually, and it's interesting hearing you because I'm, I'm about to publish my first book, which I'm self-publishing, you know, through Amazon and and, um, you know, comes out November 17th. Remember, listeners, November 17th, Everyday Awakening. Sam Leibowitz, pre-order your book now. Um, but I'm doing a whole big campaign. Into it. But uh, I've learned a lot in the process. And I know and I understand the dealing with publishers and wanting to wanting you to have a platform and everything else. But the, the things that I'm learning is sometimes nowadays, actually with just the way publishers are it's sometimes not always but sometimes better to self-publish first let your your sort of initial book pick up uh some steam and then when it comes time to publish your second book then publishers get much more interested so uh sometimes you 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 do what you do first and then it's it's more about what comes afterwards 
Um, do you? I'm curious. So, do you have more books after the your indelible worth, or? I absolutely do. The next one will be called Claim. Ah, claim. Learning wonderful. to accept and claim the life you came to live. Right, yes. Right. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, um. What do you hope once the book does come out and people start reading it and, and people are getting these these messages, if they sign up on the website, go to theheartsway.org. Uh, what do you hope people get from these messages? What do you hope it, it the exposure to this material will do for people? If I can just help people have a little more peace to start with, mm. that would be a really great place to be. Mm. But I really believe that these messages are transformative and that they help us to unlock and shift the toxic messages that we carry and continue to repeat throughout yeah. our lives. Yeah. So I really, my ultimate, the ultimate is to, if people are able to really stick with it and commit to giving themselves this time, that they too will break free mm. and get to this place of realizing there are no limits. There's no boxes. Mm. I. I get to create the life that I want and I am fully supported and get to experience how this, how this really works out. Mm. So there's a good continuum, but it certainly wouldn't hurt just to start with some more peace. <laughs> yes, absolutely. In today's world, we could all use a little more peace, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's so much more on the other side as well. Yes. Yes. Um, now, since the, the lockdown happened in the pandemic and all the, craziness that we're experiencing in just the last few months. Um, what do you see as sort of the, the spiritual lesson in all of this for people that, that you've seen through the messages that you've received? Well, I, I, just a little while ago, I noticed how interesting it was that my, my turning point came when I realized it that was within the messages I got as well, you're making yourself sick. Mm. And so at some level, we, a little while before this pandemic hit, I was really confronted with that reality that I was creating my own physical illness as mm. well. Mm. Now, it, I, I think it's really just, just a a chance for us to come back and and find our peace again mm. and realize that things are not always exactly as they seem our mm. perception is creating so much of our own experience and how we perceive you know when we stress on all of the negative how you know what a strong effect it has on our immune system mm. and and you know how it just trickles down into to mental and physical problems yeah. We can only turn back. I think. I think one of the most powerful things we can do for us, for each other, is to turn inward and forgive ourselves and let go of mm. our own inner struggle and judgment, so that we can look more with love on each other and yeah. realize that we are, you know, as we began with, you know, so much more connected than we realize. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that. You know, <clears throat> during this time when, let's say, our ability to go different places and go outward and like we used to, that, that this is really an opportunity for us to go more inward and that 
perhaps maybe this is an opportunity for the world that was in such a frenetic, crazy pace um, to slow down a little bit and to pay a little bit more attention to our breath and to see what's going on inside of us instead of being so completely focused on what was going on outside of us. Right. And so wrapped up in our sense of powerlessness that we end up fighting more and creating more turmoil. Right, right, right. So uh, we've just got one minute left to the show. Just one last question. Are you less or more hopeful about the future now? Oh, absolutely. Well, I think that's a loaded question. <laughs> You know, I see, I see time so much differently than I ever did before. Uh, I'm, I'm more hopeful because I realize that what the pain that we think is here is really, you know, passing and, and that we really are at home already with love itself. Mm. And we're all more safe, more complete, more whole than we ever realized or have let ourselves realize mm. so 100 percent more hopeful from a whole new perspective mm. okay beautiful beautiful what a great note to end the show on thank you so much janine i really appreciate your time taking the time out of your schedule to come on the show today um and and i really do look forward to to seeing your book come out in a big way and uh again just to remind everybody to, to learn more about janine's work and the book please go to theheartsway.org. Right? I got that right? You got it right, yes. All no right. apostrophe. <laughs> no apostrophe, right, right. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you, Janine. So everybody, thank you, of course, my loyal listeners for tuning in today. And thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, please, uh, lots of new shows coming on board the station these days. Uh, go to talkradio.nyc to see our schedule and for our upcoming shows. And of course, stay tuned. Coming up next is Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage, followed later today by Antonia with her show, So Now You Know, at 5 p.m., and Graham Dobbin and his show, The Mind Behind Leadership. Thank you all for tuning in. Take care. We will talk to you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.